Good morning. Is this on? Good morning. My name is Marcia Yost, and I am the Director of the Arts here at Goshen College. And today we're going to be spending a little time looking at this incredible gift that we have been given here at Goshen, how we will use it, and we'll also have an opportunity for some of you to actually come up and experience a bit of this instrument. Uh, as you can see, it's the Nyai Oyer Gamelon. If you don't know what a gamelan is, we'll help introduce you to that today. Um, you will also uh, note that this is only a small part of the instrument that we have. And as we go along, we'll share a little bit more about what that is. So first, we'll start by talking about the gamelan. And we'll look at the traditions and the music of central Java, which is a, the place in Indonesia that this gamelan comes from. Dr. Good morning, I'm Deb Detweiler from the music department and along with Marcia, I'm very happy to begin the process of introducing this instrument to the Goshen College community and it is a process because it's so big and it's so new to us. Uh, but before we go into explaining how we got this instrument, um, we'd like to talk a little bit about how it's used. So the picture that you're looking at there is actually the entire gamelan ensemble as it was in Java, Indonesia, when it was in the home of the donor who gave this to us. And you can see that there's a large structure in the back that the gongs hang from, and that this is probably only about less than a fourth of all of the instruments that we were given uh, with this. And when you think about how is this used, one of the things I want to emphasize, and one of the things that excites me about this instrument is that you do not need to know how to read music to play this instrument. In fact, there is no written, there are no written notes for playing this instrument. It's strictly on a number basis. And so what that does is it puts everybody on an even playing field. And when this instrument is used in Indonesia, it's used at a variety of things. So if you think about celebrations that you have in your life, you can think about birthdays, anniversaries, all kinds of things. And whenever you would have a group of people get together, you would have a gamelan playing. And it's not the typical Western approach to what we're doing right now, which is sitting and listening and looking. Instead, you might be milling about, you might be eating, you might be chatting with your friends, you might get up and wander outside for a while because there are sliding glass doors in this particular room that open to the outdoors and with the beautiful weather in Indonesia, you could sit outside and listen for a while. And when you ask gamelan instrumentalists to come and play for your celebrations, it could go anywhere from four hours to eight hours. And that doesn't mean that they're playing the entire time. Even they might get up, and we're talking maybe 20 instrumentalists, they might get up and take a break and have something to eat and come back and continue to play. The music goes around and around and around, and it creates a wonderful atmosphere of just vitality and rhythm. So this type of music is pretty much a standard at any large gathering or celebration. Sometimes when corporations have meetings, they'll start with their gamelan ensemble playing for them. 
when this gamelan came to Goshen College, it, here's how it went. Um, in the spring of 2011, uh, one of our alums, his name is Dwayne Gingrich, uh, he had moved, he had graduated from Goshen College in the 60s, and he had moved to Indonesia and become an international lawyer there. Uh, he had married uh, a native of Indonesia and had built a wonderful life for himself and his wife there. And he loved the gamelan so much that he had two of them in his two homes in Indonesia. And he also loved Goshen College so much that he wanted to give one of those to us. And um, he was affected by a person, by a professor, as I'm sure many of you are. You have particular professors that are motivating you and encouraging you. And he was affected by one, uh, Dr. Mary Oyer. And in my days here, she was also one of my mentors. She is now 95 years old and as sharp as a tack. If you ever go and visit her, you come away thinking, wow, I just learned something. She used to teach a year-long course in the arts, in the visual arts and the musical arts. And she was a stickler for learning. And Duane, everybody had to take that course. So if you were a student here, you took a year-long arts course, which I think is a fantastic idea, and I would like us to reinstate that. Um, whether it'll ever happen, I doubt it, but anyway. Duane took her course, and he was a farm boy from Iowa, and he was deeply affected by her approach to the arts, and she expanded his mind. And he was a straight-A student, except for that course. He said Mary gave him the only B he ever got in the arts course, and yet he loved it. And so when he wanted to give this to us to honor her, her memory and her work, he said the only stipulation I have is that you name it after her. So Niai Oyer means honored or revered elder, and then Oyer after her. So I'm going to have Marcia tell us a little bit about the specifics of what happened when we said yes to this instrument. The journey to get the gamelan to Goshen College took us about six years. Uh, that seems like a long time, and it was. Uh, so much had to be done. The, by the grace of the donor, they decided to have the instrument entirely refurbished. One of the sad things that happened in that six-year span of time is that the donor himself, Duane, who was don donating this in honor of Mary Oyer, contracted a rare disease, and he passed away. And so that delayed the process a bit, but his widow, Retty, decided that she wanted to make sure that that instrument still got here in honor of him. And that became a somewhat of a tearful journey in the next several years as she worked through getting the instrument to us. I would also share that um, getting gamelons out of Indonesia, such as this one, is not an easy process. The gamelan that she shared with us is about 80 years old. If they're much older than that, in the Indonesian government will not allow them to leave the culture because they're so important to them. But we were able to get all the red tape taken care of and eventually the instrument arrived here. It flew to us by Turkish Air. We spent a day negotiating with customs in Chicago to get it here. 
had to then have it trucked here, and it came to us in boxes and crates of varying sizes, some about the sizes of some of these pew areas. So it was quite a process. And there were 41 of those huge crates in all to bring the instrument to us. At that point, they all had to be uncrated and put together and figure out wonderfully how they all get assembled. But the person that had packed them on the Indonesian side, which took them three months to get it packed, was meticulous about the labeling and those sorts of things because they wanted to make sure, because we were not at Gamelon experts, that we would get the instrument put together in its correct way. It arrived here in late June of this past summer. We had a dedication. There you see Reti Gingrich. She is holding a picture of Duane because this was the end of that wonderful journey for her and the instrument. And beside her is Mary Oyer. Now I will say that you do have an opportunity to meet Mary because I think very soon she will be doing a convo time here with uh, Alice Parker. So I'll put in a plug for coming to that and being influenced by those two great women of music. Its first playing took place during that dedication. You'll see some faces there you recognize. So we invited people to come up and as uh, uh, Dr. Detweiler shared, this is an instrument that everybody enters on the same level. And so we invited people to come and play, and we're going to do that with some of you today if you want to come up and experience some of this instrument. So we're just delighted that it has made it to us. Here's a couple more pictures of the various pieces. Right now, most of those pieces, there's some in the art gallery at the Music Center. There's some in the choir room. Um, and some here, eventually they'll find themselves in a semi-permanent space that is being adjusted for them for us to experience over in the Union Building. So let's talk a little bit about how the music of the gamelan works. So there are basically either five or six notes in a scale, numbered one through five or numbered one through six, and each of these instruments has a role to play, and that's one of the things that I love about the gamelan, is that you know where you fit in the whole of this group effort. And you sit on the floor, and again, to me, that's, a, that's just an expression of, hey, we're all equal here, and we're all gonna figure this out, and this is a communal thing. So um, we have instruments, We'll start, actually, I think we'll start with the big ones in the back. Now, these are obviously called gongs, and normally they would be hanging from a wooden um, frame. And these are, are really the smaller of the gongs. We have one that we're calling the mother gong. I don't know if it's called that, but it's about this big around. And it only gets played one time during every cycle. One, one of the things to think about with uh, gamelan music is that it's circular. And so it gets played at the beginning and at the end. It's okay. <laughs> I'll translate that. <laughs> uh, so 
you, you would actually feel that big gong when it plays because it's that deep in sound. So they get played at certain points in the cycle. Then we move to um, the smaller ones, so we'll move to these here. These are bossed pots, and actually we can just show you what it looks like. It has this little knob on the top, and that's what you play in their house. So you can hear that the scale is a different scale. I don't want to say it's strange or anything like that. I don't want to label it like that. It's simply different to our Western ears, but it is a scale that makes wonderful sense. And so those are called the Kanongs, and they're onomatopoeic name. Kanong, you can hear that Kanong. And they're divided further into Kituk and Kpyang, and all of those are how they sound. Uh, we, so those are in between instruments. So we have the big gong that's starting, and then this one plays more frequently in the cycle. And then we have our melody instruments. We're leaving out a few. We didn't carry them over here because they were just too big. But there are some more that fit into that cycle. And so now I'm going to have Marsha play the slentham. And I want you to listen to how, it, um, how the sound reverberates. So you can hear how that rings and rings and rings and rings. And it's a melody instrument, so you think, well, if you're playing a melody, how do you keep it from getting all muddy? And slentham players are using their wrists and their hands and their knuckles to stop the pitch of one while the next one is being played. And if you go online and, and just look any of that up, you can watch videos of these amazing hand movements that happen. So that's a melody instrument. And then we have uh, other melody instruments that are called the sarong. And um, they come in different sizes. I think we have four different sizes. Um, so let's play the lower one first. So you can hear how those don't ring as much, and we actually are still working to fine tune those because a couple of them are a little muffled. You probably heard that. And then we have the Peking Siron. And that has, you can hear the same pitches, but they're higher. They're, for musicians, if you want to know, they're an octave higher, but they don't even use those words when we play. And you notice that that was played with a little, a little horn. It's an actual horn. And uh, you play with the flat end and not the pointy end. So these are very active, whereas the ones towards the back here are only marking time as you go around in that circle of melody. And one of the things that we say is, when we play the gamelan is, if you get lost, just wait to hear the big gong, and that tells you that you're starting the cycle again. And then you play through the cycle. So that's a little bit about how, how that all fits together musically. You want now? Okay. All right. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to invite you to come up and play if you are interested, okay? Uh, do not freak out. All you have to do is keep a steady beat, and in fact, we're all going to practice keeping a steady beat right now.
congratulations, you can now play the gamelan because you can keep a steady beat. Um, if, so we have room for one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. One, two, oh yes, okay. And because we don't have our frame for the gong today, we also need gong holders. So if you feel like you could hold a gong, um, yeah, they are. So we need eight people right now, if you would like to do this, to stand and come forward, and we're going to teach you how to play. I would additionally share that once these are set up in a household, there is some etiquette. We don't step over the instruments, and we would usually be in their presence barefooted, but we're not doing that quite this morning. Okay, so one of the things, I've done a little bit of work with Gamelon over in London, actually, where they have a really nice Gamelon setup. And one of the things I've learned about um, playing a Gamelon ensemble together is that it's much different, again, from what I'm used to as a Western musician, where the conductor is in charge and everybody else better be listening and you're all on the same page. And you're still on the same page, but in a different way, because you'll play for a while and then you'll sit and you'll talk about what you just did. And if you have a question, you ask it, and there's this nice conversation that goes on. So it's, it's yeah, it's very convivial. Okay, so what we're going to do is, I'm gonna tell the melody people, which would be these three, what their numbers are. And here's where you folks can be helpful too, because you're gonna help them keep the steady beat, okay? So here's what I want you to remember, two, Three, two, three, two, one, two, six. Okay, you got that? Two, three, two, three, two, one, two, six. Okay, we got that? And so not to drown them out, can you just tap a steady beat with two fingers on your palms? You're going to go tap. Tap. Ready? Are you ready? And ready? And ready? And go. being an invaluable resource here. See, and it's hard to stop. It just keeps going. Okay, but you can stop me. Okay, wonderful. Now, um, we have our kanong, and what the kanong does is it fits into that cycle and keeps us on track. So now, what you're going to do is you're going to go
everybody say that, you're going to say wait three, wait three, wait two, wait six. But up at the steady beat. Ready? Are you ready to play? Ready? Go. Wait three, wait three, wait two, wait six. And so what she is doing is she's anticipating what they're doing and reinforcing that. So let's have all of you try that together now. Okay, so you won't play every time they play, right? Okay, here we go. One, if I could have my tapping, please. Thank you. Two, ready, do you remember? Yeah. Two, three, two, three, two, one, two, six, two, three, two, three, two. Excellent, excellent. So this is how it gets all built. Aren't they doing wonderfully? Yes, very good. Okay, now Marsh is telling them what to do with the gongs because the gongs play even less frequently than the kanongs do. We got it? Fabulous. Are we starting with the gong or are we just going to all start together? Let's just start with this for right now. Okay, and then we'll get to the drums. Okay? So here we go. Same thing, everybody. Tapping. Two. Ready. Go. I mean, obviously, these, these are baby steps musically for all of us, and there would be a lot of inserted rhythms and tones that would be happening, but this is the beautiful way to start. Oh, that's right. We can do bum, 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 bum. Okay, good. Now we're going to add the drums, and actually, the drummers are the leaders. And so Emily here with the larger drum, uh, she starts it all off. And so let's say we'd be sitting here chatting away about what, we're, what tune we're going to play and that type of thing. And Emily's ready to have us start playing. She would tap her drum head lightly so that we would know. So Emily, would you do that, please? Yes, that's, that's calling us to order, and so the, now we're all ready. And so, Claire, I'm going to have you join Emily once we start the downbeat here. And so you're going to give us one, two, three, four, and then we're going to start. Okay? And you can keep a steady beat, or you could add a bomb, bomb if you wanted to on both ends, and I'd like you to keep a steady beat. Okay. All right, so here we are talking amongst ourselves. Talk, 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 talk. And Emily wants to start. Okay, here we go. Thank you. 
So you can begin to hear how the sound becomes hypnotic, almost. It's very soothing. It's oftentimes used for meditation. Uh, you can just go into a room where this is quietly happening and uh, just kind of be with yourself for a while. Or it can get, you started to hear when Lucia was double timing, hitting it more, it started to become more rhythmic and more involved and more lively. And there would be a lot more of that going on with the additional instruments that we're playing. Um, we have time, I think we could do another group. Sure. You wanna do that? So. If we have another, thank you all, another 10 of you, that would be wonderful. That was great. While they're coming to the stage, I would also share that there are two different kinds of gamelons. There is this kind of gamelan, which is called Javanese. There's also a Balinese gamelan. For those of you that are going on, who, who do we have here that are going on Indonesian SST? Do we have some of you? Good. Um, you, this, it would not be uncommon to find a group of uh, gamelan instruments uh, even outside somewhere in a, in a park-like area. So now you'll kind of know how they work when you get there. And hopefully the Indonesian SST will spend some time uh, with this instrument before you go. Okay, were you paying attention? You know everything you're supposed to do? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the same yeah, we're gonna do the same thing. Yeah, we'll just do the same thing. Okay, so again, everybody, can you remember the melody? Can you sing the melody? Mm -hmm. Two, three, two, three, two, one. Two, six, two. You want to try that? Three. <laughs> 
how quickly you can pick up and start to create something together. Let's finish this part. Okay, so now we're going to do the official, the official run-through. So we'll be chatting amongst ourselves, and then we'll have our drummer indicate. I would like us to start now. Tap, 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 tap. There we go. Fabulous. All right, here we go. And just play out. Okay, and if you want to, you can go. No. Okay, here we go. Uh, you're starting. You're going to do four of them. Ready, nice and strong. Ready and play. So what you can see is that this is a very accessible instrument and that it's an instrument that creates community and that's one of the things that we're so excited about. I really want you to think of it as a cultural experience and not as a musical experience. You do not have to have studied music to have played this. Anybody can play that and I mean that seriously. I've seen young children. Uh, in London there's a, a group that teaches developmentally disabled adults. There is a group in London that takes this instrument into prisons and the inmates play it and they have actually seen improvement in um, the women in particularly do not do self-harm as much after they have played this instrument. So think about the empowering things that can happen. These are some of the various areas that we feel this instrument uh, relates to. We're hoping to have the Indonesian SST group come and experience this instrument before they leave. And I also want to give a shout out to my uh, teaching colleagues to consider how you might use this in your class. And if you want to bring your class to experience this or to talk about aspects of your class in regards to this instrument, contact either Marsha or myself. We've already had the development office do a team building exercise with us. 
and I know for a fact that one of them couldn't keep a steady beat, and he did just fine. So it is very possible. We will have opportunities for on-campus co-curriculars as well. In January and February, there will be some exploratory times where you can come and experience the whole instrument and see whether or not you'd like to be involved with some sort of an ensemble. And you can see a list there of some of the co-curriculars that we see. But we also see that this was going to be a way, I know those are hard to read, but because there's so many ways in which we can also get involved with the greater community of Goshen and Elkhart County. We've already had other uh, colleges and universities in the area become aware that we have a gamelan. Uh, there's not another gamelan in this area, and so there are other schools that are saying, could we have an opportunity to come over and visit? On Friday, we have some high school groups coming in to experience the gamelan and music with us. So we see this as a tremendous way to bring people onto our campus to not only experience the gamelan, but see what all we as a Goshen College community have to offer. And so we look forward to all of those sorts of things. We have already several things scheduled by groups outside the college that will be coming in for team building. As simple as what this seemed this morning, I do want to remind you that this, these are musical instruments. And in the Indonesian culture, they have master gamelan players. We have groups like uh, Friends of the Gamelan in Chicago and other groups that have been down to, to play this instrument. And uh, they're very excited that we have one here, and I think we'll probably have some opportunities for you to hear Gamelon Masters, because it's very different at that level than what we experienced here this morning. This, uh, this instrument is going to be uh, somewhat uh, permanently housed over in the Union, and it will be, there will be a doorway to it uh, close to the doorway for the admissions office, and um, so when we, when we are having a couple of times each month, we want to start this in January, and you'll see it in the communicator, a couple of evenings per month that we invite people to come and play, and that can be any of you, and we hope that it is some of you. Um, the other thing about this being housed in the union is that we need some help today to get this over to the union. So if, if about eight or 10 of you could stay afterwards for hopefully no more than 20 to 30 minutes, we would love to have you help us. We've got a couple of carts and we can wheel it over to the union. And if any of you wanna come up and look at it closer afterwards, you're also welcome to do that. So we thank you for your attention today and we seriously hope that you get to personally experience the gamelan. Thank you.